Ho, ho, ho. You're listening to Talking the Walk, real people seeking a real God. We're on the other side of Thanksgiving, moving on to the Christmas season, and we just recently heard a sermon entitled The Joy of Christmas, part of a series that we'll be embarking on here leading up to Christmas Day. Uh, if you want to listen to that, you can head over to champagnechurch.tv to listen to the audio or watch the video plus audio. And you can also find all the sermons that come out of the Champagne Church if you uh, search Champagne Church of Christ on iTunes. We also have the podcast hosting the sermons there. But this podcast is Talking the Walk. And in this episode, number six, we're actually going to have a little special treat. It's going to be an extended interview with one of our members, Dave Charles Miller. He is a, uh, a townie. Grew up in uh, Southern Champaign, otherwise known as Tolono, and he's got lots to share. And we got into a lot of his life, uh, all the way from the beginning. I won't take away from Dave's story by rehashing it here, but sit back and enjoy a a bit of a different podcast for us. We have yet to do a full-on, hour-long, extended interview, so we hope that this in-depth look will really embody the tagline real people seeking a real god yeah. well i mean let's just i mean let's get a little bit of background here. yeah i want to know yeah who are you where are you from what's your story well where are you from this puts it together tolono i'm from tolono so tolono. you're almost a townie i mean that's that's a town i am that I is am, a town i am almost right. a town to students but, at the university for, of illinois they don't know what tolono, tolono is though. yeah if you're from tolono or Pasodum, isdale moving to champagne is the big city yeah that's big so life. that's a big okay. step there bub yeah so. there's stop there are street lights <laughs> hey tolono's got a street light now a oh uh, at least a, a, you know, a street a. nice so yeah Okay, but you know. and what's life like down there in Tolono growing up as a young lad? It's not a whole lot different than here. Oh, oh sure. yeah, sure. but like <laughs> our our only listeners are not people that are from Champagne. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Could be somebody oh, from Japan a, listening to this. Mm, mm. So what's it like? It's a smaller community, a far southern suburb of Champagne. It is, uh, you know, define tra- you know, define smaller community. Smaller community. When I was growing up, about a thousand. Okay, that's I that's think, tiny yeah, community. Pushing, that's pushing yeah. three I don't even, now. Yeah. I think. Okay, so, yeah. about a thousand people. Yeah, so you know, you know everybody that you you know. You my know high school face. graduating you know class personally. had a thousand people in it. You want my graduating <laughs> class had four hundred. Yeah, had many four hundred. Wait, what? But that was pulling Pasodum, Isdale. Tolo. Okay, oh, yeah, oh yeah, I see. Yeah. Unity, At high school, unity, yeah, but but the town itself pretty small. Yeah. Uh, were then you like farmers or because that's the typical my, my conception father's dad my grandfather is a farmer oh. was a farmer yes cool and my uncle yeah did you grow up doing farming activities mm-hmm. uh walk beans what I what does it. walking beans mean <laughs> to us you took them for a walk it means that you walk through the rows of beans and you uh-huh. you weed it there are particular oh, weeds. That, that is you, insane. I see desirable. massive fields of beans as far as the eye can see. It would take you forever it it to takes, walk. It takes a while. They well, wow. at that time, I, you was know, there any like Roundup Ready stuff back then? There or were, there were, a little they had bit? Or? certain things, yeah, that would control it to a certain extent. But then there were things that would get caught in the combine or oh. slow the process or were not desirable that see. they definitely wanted out of there. Button weeds, rag weeds. There were particular weeds you'd go after. Uh-huh. They, wow. they were very visible. You'd go. That after. sounds incredibly mundane and hot, <laughs> dirty work. It was. It yeah. Was. Wow. Hot, dirty Tolono <laughs> work. It could, it could be beautiful out, cloudy, breezy, beautiful, or it could be totally hot, mm, humid, yeah. miserable. Okay. I could imagine. Well, wow. interesting. My dad got polio <laughs> when he was seventeen. Oh. So he wanted to be a farmer. Yeah, that dream was shot. Oh. And uh, he ended up uh, going to Elgin, Illinois, to watchmaker school. Uh, ended up working at the U of I in the in doing electromechanical repair. So he'd work Dang. on seismographs, or he'd work on, you know, whatever electronic wow. mechanical gizmo that went bad. They had a department where they'd send this stuff first. Mm-hmm. If they could fix it in house, 
that's what they did. If they couldn't, then they'd send it. Out. And he was in house. He was the in house guy. Guy. They had a small department of people that did that. Whoa. And, yeah. and then did you go to U of I then because he was a U of I employee? I, or? No, I mean, that would have been great. Uh, but here's, you know, one of the unfortunate things in my life is that I lost a brother when mm. I was 16. He was 17. Okay. Mm. Uh, committed suicide. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So mm. uh, that kind of threw me in a tailspin. No at doubt. At that time. I mean, you're 16 years old. That can really mess you yeah. up. Mm. Yeah. Now, are you a Christian or religious at all at this time? When you're no. 16? Or no, no, no. Grew yeah. up going to church, but w- was not attending at all at okay. that time. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. really felt, didn't have a faith or anything to fall back on. You were just kind of... No, it was just looking at the world. How does the world wow. cope with this? And was okay. he it? Was he the only other sibling? Or No, I had two others, two younger, still do, two younger. Still do, <laughs> okay. still do. They're still well, let's keep track, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay but so older brother. Older, mm-hmm. then myself, then one, one year younger. Okay. And we did a good job of... Driving my mother nuts. I'm sure <laughs> we had yeah. fun as kids, mm-hmm. and uh, then there was one seven years younger. Oh, okay. So, so you're 16. You say that threw you on a tailspin, but what, what, so I'm assuming because you brought that up about college. I mean, right? Normally, so you're not going to college till 18 or more. So, right, what is this tailspin? Right, what is this doing well, to you? What well, is, what it's done to me is it's uh, I almost flunked uh, senior math. Okay. Um, High school. Did okay. High school, I mean, right. I unplugged for a while. I was sure, just sure. not functional there in school mm-hmm. for a while. And uh, So you and your brother were close. and Right. Boom. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. probably my best friend at the time. Yeah, wow. And it probably formed an immature bond between me and my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting married. Mm-hmm. So what? T- well, how old are you when you're yeah. getting married uh, now? 18. 18? I got married yeah. when I was 18, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 So. Was that... Was that uh, normal for your family, or was that kind of diverting from norm? Oh, I would say it could fall within the okay. norm. Okay, yeah. okay. But, but, but what you're recognizing from the hindsight is the, the, the relationship with your brother and his suicide may have... Yeah, may have rebounded you to another exactly. emotional mm-hmm. place. So I, I lean yeah. probably into her sure, rather than sure. anything else. So... Hmm. so that's what happened. So I just took a job right out of school um, at Central Data, which was an electronics manufacturing company, which really set me on a path for the rest of my career mm-hmm. uh, in supervision, management, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you do now. Yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're, you're 18, you're married, mm-hmm. you're living still in Tolono. You, have you moved to the big no, city yet? Or No, started in Philo. This is five, even smaller. Five miles away, smaller town. Smaller than Tolono. <laughs> Hard even to smaller. believe. <laughs> but known to people around these parts as the center of the universe. So, really? Really? Yeah. I thought it was just left of the center of the universe. <laughs> sure. I must have been just off. east. Just yeah. a little east. I'm actually interested in houses down there. I think it's a little, nice little spot. It is. Yeah, okay, okay, it is cool. a nice And it's a lot cheaper sure. than he, yeah, even here sure. because yeah. it is a, it's a bit of a drive, but not too bad. Yeah, okay, I need, so, I need so, a car. So, how did you become a, a Christian then? How did you make that transition? Okay, well, because I don't uh, even know anything about this story. I yeah. don't know anything either. This <laughs> okay, is all brand so new. That marriage truncated after not too long. I mean, as far as this, as far as it being a serious marriage, I think where we were given to each other, maybe a good year, maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, the dating lasted longer than the marriage. Hmm. Okay, um, she was eighteen as well. She was a year younger. Yep. Okay, even younger. So yep, one year younger. So sort of high so, school relationship. Yep, that high school I relationship. Got. So um, we do have a son in the process, Chris. Uh, so we have Chris in the process, and then uh, you know I find myself, you know, not knowing what's what, which way is up. Became okay. very anxious, hmm. very depressed. Um, but because of what my brother had been through, I, you know, I wasn't going to do that to my family as well. Okay. So I knew the signs. I knew kind of what was going on. Mm. Uh, so I tried to focus as much as I could on getting healthier. And at the time, the only thing I understood that could help me was, okay, I wanted to get my relationship back on with God before you know, getting involved with another girl. You knew about that? Um, well, yeah. I think I was exposed to enough growing up going to church occasionally. That that, that, that 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 could be a clicked. good priority. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now let me let me get the time timeline okay. straight. Okay. You're 16. Your your brother commits suicide. This 
rocks your world. You, right. You're basically numb. You're kind of walking around, you know, blah, 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 17. Mm-hmm. You got a girlfriend in high school. Boom, boom, boom. You graduate. You get married. Right. Okay. She's 17. You're 18. Right. Is that right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But come on. She's 17. You're 18. Exactly. Right. So, so, mm-hmm. so now you're 19 or 20 and the marriage is over. So right. this is the second thing that is literally your whole, your, your, the rugs pulled right out from under your feet. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. You didn't initiate the, the divorce. Was it a divorce or no, like a separation? No, I, I, I didn't. No. Oh, okay. When I found, when I saw that things were going wrong yeah. in the relationship, I overreacted. I think I tried to hold on too tight. I was anxious. Mm. I, you know, I just did, I couldn't handle it. I wasn't okay. prepared to handle it. Well, yeah. And how would you be? I mean, yeah. quite honestly, I don't yeah. know of anybody at that age who can be mature enough to. I mean, it'd be it'd be rare indeed, yeah. you know, for somebody to know how to handle that type of right that's high school stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it went mm. a little longer though, I think, because Chris was born when I was twenty three. Okay. So, okay. So yeah, okay. a couple of years long. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then, then I guess this was all leading us towards you sort of identified, you kind of called upon from your childhood, mm-hmm. perhaps uh, having some mm-hmm. God in my life or setting that yeah. right. You kind of said getting my priorities kind a of spiritual with, something. Right, right. So I, you know, I looked into, you know, the church that I grew up in. I thought about going back to that. In Tolono. In Tolono. Yeah. Uh, no, actually I was in, uh, in, in, I was in Champaign-Urbana when oh, okay. I was looking at that mm. here. And, uh. I was, you know, working at Central Data, and another thing I tried was, well, I know that, you know, I tried to run, and I ran down the street, and I was out of breath before I got a half block down. Okay. So I realized something's wrong here, too. So I knew there was a, a physical fitness issue going okay. on, uh-huh. and I, I, you know, I, I heard that. I know. You you're know, 23 you, years old, and I'm done. And you yeah, can't make it down not, the street. Yeah. So uh, I start, you know, I start running. And I probably get up to around four or five miles pretty easily after that. And, I, you know, I could tell, hey, you know, you feel some endorphins. You start feeling a little better. But, you know, the anxiety was still there. Uh-huh, Things uh-huh. were still do you have, not right. Do you have joint custody over Chris? or uh, what's Joint that custody, yes. Okay. Not residential, but joint. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. So He's living with yeah. his mother. He's yeah. living with right. his mother okay. except for every other weekend with me. Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So. So that's where we're at, and uh, at that point in time, you know, a couple from work starts reaching out to me and starts, you know, sh- saying, "Hey, just inviting me to a Bible study." Hmm. And uh, yeah, but you- quite, quite frankly, though, I knew that, you know, just by interacting with him at work before, I knew he wanted me to be a part of his church or would like to introduce me to something bigger. Anyway. Oh, okay. And so, now, when you say Bible study, you're talking about what? What do you want to say? What, oh, what, was what does that mean? Well, that yeah. was a, a once a week on a Wednesday. He had a group yeah. Bible discussion that met together yeah. at a house that or something. Okay, at a house, all yes. right, all right. So um, I I did want to learn more about the Bible. I definitely knew I needed to know more about the Bible. So I responded, "Hey, I'll come to your your Bible discussion, uh, but that's it. That's what I'm interested. Give in. it a shot. Yeah. yeah, okay. So I gave it a shot. So." Uh, went to his house and uh, saw the way he and his wife just sacrificed their time, opened up their house, hmm. and uh, you know I didn't I didn't feel any pressure to be you know part of this or that, and uh, just began to learn more and more about God. Hmm. So it was very good. And so, so you're you're saying uh, you're thinking well you're about 23 years old or at this point. Yes. So yes. so was your suspicions true? Did did he eventually? Did they you know introduce you to uh, more than the Bible? Talk? More than the Bible? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Where did yeah, it go from? I mean okay yeah, yeah. Then it came down to okay based on what we're seeing, you know, what do you think? And mm. you know as you learn more about the Bible, you learn more about it you know, about God's plan and that God's plan involves God's family and God's family being the church. Right. Then then there has to be a decision about church. Mm. So what am I going to do with that? Right. So what am I going to do with that? Mm. So what I did was I went to the church that I grew up in. I went to uh, the church that I'm basically a part of now. And I looked at the scriptures and I compared what I was experiencing in both. And uh, and landed in the Church of Christ. Okay. Oh. Now now all right now I I know that since that time and I don't know how old you are right now, uh, but how how long have you been around now? I mean, since that time you made the decision of going to eighty eight. 
Still now. So that was 88 so till now. So 26, 27 yeah. years, something like that. I mean, my math, you know, whatever. Yeah, we, we also have to pro date it so that, you know, when someone's listening to this in three years, they don't feel like it's dated. So oh, it's well, there you go. Now. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Dave, yeah, don't right. date it. <laughs> uh, um, but okay, so 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 I understand you've gone through a lot of hardships even within that time period. I don't mm. know all the details of mm. that, which is no. we purposely didn't want to know all the details so we could just have a kind of a, a frank, mm. natural conversation about it here. But why don't you just share with us, like in your mind, what was you know? I mean, because some people will tell you, hey, you, you know, you're with God. Everything's great from that moment on. You smile. know, God's with you. Right, smile. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm doubly <laughs> blessed, whatever now. that it's means. Right. Good. Everything's great. Right, right. But that has not necessarily been your experience, no, has it? Okay, so, yeah. What? All. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so uh, we have first marriage, ends in divorce. Okay. And then I then I have that illusion. The illusion is it is all going to be great now. Okay. You know, I've found uh, God. I've found a church. Everything's going to be everything's great. Everything's rosy. dory uh, Life is set. Cruise control. That's right. That's right. What can go wrong now? Yeah. So uh, I meet a girl in the church, and uh, yes, eventually we court, have a relationship, and I believe, uh, to the best of my knowledge, we're doing things the way God would have you do. Mm. You just use the word court. Court. Did you <laughs> yeah. just? Yes. Okay. For the sake of everyone else in the 21st century, I think that Courted means her. date. Yes, they were courting. <laughs> okay, courting. That's what they do in Tolono. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Took her to the ball. <laughs> I mean, I take that to mean you were intentional about it. It's not like you just woke up one day and it's like, oh. I guess I'm in a relationship with this person. Right. You you went. Okay. I like you. You just kind of saw her from across See, the way, and like, have such a better. I like you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll smooth it over for you, All Dave. Right. Yep. I'm in the middle right here. I'm the media. I'm, I'll play referee. Yeah. Right. All right. right. Now, in in the first relationship I had. There would have been a number of people pointing at me and saying, hey, based on what we see, maybe this isn't such a good idea. But I didn't even listen to that. Now, in the second relationship, yeah. I think there was a number of people looking at it, uh, even from a godly perspective, people that had, you know, have been in the Bible for a while that mm-hmm. would look at it and mm-hmm. say, you know what? This is this could be this, this could be a good yeah, thing. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is a good thing. Sure. So, uh, so there weren't huge warning signs right. that, you know, no, don't do no, this. No huge yeah. warning signs. Uh, and, but the uh, story seems to be building towards <laughs> not good things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. The way you're setting it up doesn't make me. <laughs> All right. So as, as things progress, lo and behold, yeah. I mean, she, she comes to a point where she decides, eh, I don't know that this is what I want. She, you know, mm. she decides to get out. And, and you've already been married at this point. Already married. Okay. Already with another son. Another boy. Yeah. All right. And so I'm like, oh my. Oh my. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> here she we has go. presented you with a, a, a ultimatum, like either pick this church family or pick me or what? Well, I, I believe it probably gyrated through a lot of stages. Oh, okay. And you, know, and, you know, to be perfectly honest, when you go through something like that, you have to look at it and say, okay, no, wait a second. You know what? didn't go well in one and it didn't go well in two and you know you i had a lot of people around me that would say oh dave you're good you're the you know you're not the the offender here Uh but actually you got when you look at that you got to say okay what is it about me common denominator yeah Yeah. i am the Uh common denominator here so what is it that that Mm. i brought to both situations yeah but i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a bogey on the first one i mean not to make it take (laughs) it lightly i know it was a painful time in your life but but you're a kid you Mm. know i mean you're you're 18 she's 17 a lot of people do things when they're young that you know you can't say i'm blaming you there's whatever it's just you know you you shouldn't have gotten married bottom line right but you you were too young to know do you mean mulligan you said bogey going to give you a bogey on that one what's a, a bogey shot a bogey mulligan I'm, i don't play golf oh, okay <laughs> all right sorry i just was confirming bogey. I'll, I'll yeah okay <laughs> so okay so mulligan might be better so, well but 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 same situation but okay. yeah, yeah yeah similar i mean it, as far as the relationship timetable mm-hmm. same situation here we are a few kid. years in child at hand ending relationship Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a point where she said you know where I said I don't know who said what but there was something to the effect of if you leave maybe we'll stay together leave Leave this church church. okay so she has you started sharing a faith Mm -hmm. 
Yes. But this is, I'm, I'm getting the impression that that is not the case now in your relationship. Right. At okay. this point. Yeah. Right. Okay. Not at this point. Right. So but, my question in all this, um, because I, I would imagine you've done some thinking upon it, and even then, you now, okay, you have second relationship to be ending, but you now have a few more spiritual tools at your disposal, or even just words from the Bible to be applying to the situation that you didn't have the first time. Right. So I'm wondering what's going through your head as this relationship is ending, as it pertains to your walk with yeah, God. How do you handle this? Are you handling it differently? Are you? I'm trying to handle it any way I can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, All right. I'm getting help. I've got people walking alongside of me. I, you know, I'm looking at the scriptures. I'm talking to people. Mm. Um, uh, so, but the, there's no resolve really. There's no, there, anything I try, you know, whether, you know, because yeah, I've got some tools, but if the other party's not willing to use those tools, okay. then, then, then uh, they don't really work. Um, how did you feel towards God about, uh, towards him know, during I, all this? That, that's one thing. I know some people I hear have problems with that, but you know, it's, I don't, I don't look at God as, you know, being a instigator or a problem maker or, a, you know, um, uh, I feel like, you know, in the big picture, things are going to happen, you know, uh, having my father having gone through polio mm-hmm. and making, you know, lemonade out of a lemon situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see where God used that to, to mm-hmm. build character in me. So it's not like I could, I look at bad situations and say, oh, well, you know, that I, I don't develop an anger towards God. Mm-hmm. So at least I don't believe I do. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah. Now, yeah, all right. Now, it, but it seems like, and you're, and you're right. I mean, uh, you can say everything will be great. You know, you're a Christian now. Everything is going to go great. But there's no guarantee that the pe- even the people around you or the people most important to you, like, like your spouse, is going to keep that walk themselves. Everybody's got to make their own decision. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's right. got to walk their own walk. Exactly. Right. And, uh, and there t- are steps along the way. Right. Right. Like you were saying, I mean, you can't just sit down before... Uh, uh, you're married and say, this is the direction I want to go. And she says, this is the direction I want to go. And you figure, okay, that's good to go. We're, we're set. There's going right. to be things that happen along the way. Sure. Sure. And, and, and so, and, and you're right. I mean, I guess it takes two to make it work. Right. Mm-hmm. One does not want to make it work. Right. That's, that's what I'm getting here. So, mm-hmm. so now there's, we're separated again. Is that? That's right. Divorce mm-hmm. yeah. again here. Divorced again. Now, I, I, and I know you said, you know, yeah, you have people walking by, but, how do you, you, I know you wrestled with the insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, you're starting to look at yourself in the mirror. What's the deal? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you deal with that? What? Right, right. You, you all... know, there are people listening to this, I'm sure, that are, have gone through divorce or going through, you know, self-doubt mm-hmm. and wondering, is God against me? Is, is you know, what you've already kind of addressed, but, or what's wrong with me or whatever? How did, how did you handle that? Well, I, I, I guess for me, what I did was I could, I, you know, there was a juncture where, okay, I saw that, you know, she wasn't going the same path as myself, mm-hmm. right? And um, what brought us to that path, just to be fair to her, is that she, she felt we were wronged. Okay. okay. She felt we were wronged in the church. We had we actually accepted a role in the ministry, and mm-hmm. we were asked to... Basically, we came on board and we were hired, and at one point we got fired. I mean, just okay. So, just so you you were you were hired as ministers or whatever right. at one point, yeah. and then at one point they said, "No, it's thing. not working we're, out." We're yeah, yeah it became apparent that it wasn't going to work out. And, okay, and really, I mean, to uh, it was something I desired, mm-hmm. but it wasn't something she desired. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but it kind of so interrupted kinda your life plan. Yeah. You know, and then we have we get pregnant along the way. So now, you know, now there's yeah. another complication, not a complication, but a, a situation that's added sure. into the mix. There's stress right? of, of a Stresses child now and, and things. Exactly, okay, exactly. okay. So um, I, I think she starts leaning towards, I don't want to go this path. I was leaning towards, I want to go this path. Um, hmm. And and it wasn't really resolved before the relationship was over. So, so that's where we're at. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, but, but what I found that helped me was that once it was clear that we were going down separate paths, right. I continued to to just share what I knew was good. And that was what I'd learned about God, what mm-hmm. I'd learned about Jesus, what I'd learned about the scriptures. And I found that as I shared, 
um, my concerns, my worries, my heartaches were softened. Mm. It was like, mm. you know, I was living a purpose that was bigger than that. Are you sharing with uh, yourself? Are you sharing with other people? I mean, share, share probably means with other people, right, but what does with, that mean? Sharing with other people. Uh, I would invite people to church. Mm. I would okay. invite them to sit down and look at the scriptures. Mm. Um, or I would see a situation where somebody was hurting and share something yeah. I knew, you know, mm. that could help them. Mm. Um, so, so in other words, you're not, you're not, you know, navel gazing here. You're deciding I'm going to get outwardly focused in whatever way. Right. Mm. You know, either sharing good news of Jesus or just sharing comfort or concern or compassion. Right. You're, you're not, you're, you're, you're looking out and that in and of itself helped you is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. I could totally see how that would, I mean, a lot, I think a lot of people find a lot of purpose in marriage or in family, in relationships. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having purpose in that and feeling like, you know, you belong to that. But what it seems like you did was you found a, a superseding purpose, something that would never, ever change. Like you, you kind of yeah. used past tense to describe it. You're like, I shared with people who, what, like what Jesus did like for me and like how, how he has changed my life or like what the scriptures have done and what they're mm -hmm. doing to me now. It's like, nobody can ever change that. Uh, mm -hmm. we were talking earlier just mm -hmm. about like, there are two people involved in this. Like nobody's going to get in, the, in between what happened with you and God those years ago. Yeah. And so you're sharing it with people and, and you can feel very comfortable in that purpose. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it makes sense if I hear you correctly and, and you're talking about, um, you know, whether I'm single, I've got this purpose. If I'm married, I've got this same mm. purpose. If I'm 23 or 25, I've got this purpose. If I'm 50, I've got this purpose. If mm. I'm a minister at the church, I've got it. If I'm fired One. from being a minister at the church, I've right. still got if it. I'm in this, the nursing home, I've got it. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the constant uh, in your life. And that gives you a sense of, of stability, a foundation, something to hang on to. Is exactly. that fair exactly. to say? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's deep. It. Okay, so you're cruising along. Um, somehow you're trying to put your life back together. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you're married now to a wonderful woman that I, mm -hmm. I think she is just a gas. I love hanging out with you guys. <laughs> yep. um, how did that all come about? Well, I, you know, strangely enough, I don't think it was until after, at that point, mm -hmm. where we're at now, that I really um, did some healthy dating. I was, you know, open to just healthy. I, what is healthy <laughs> dating healthy, as opposed dating. to unhealthy dating? Unhealthy. Yeah, that, you got to spell it out. Yeah. You know, I think when I was younger, uh, I felt the need to be married. I felt okay. the need to be attached. I felt that, you know, it was like there was an insecurity if there wasn't somebody there. Uh, and right, so I okay. think I got to a point where, you know what, there doesn't have to be somebody there. I'm, I'm okay where I'm at. Right. S being single is Happy not being Dave way, Miller, right? child of God. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. So uh, I just had fun, you know, being in the church. I, I worked hard at work. I, you know, gotten, you know, got involved in, you know, different, you know, sporting events and, mm. and just enjoyed yeah. being me. Mm. So, uh, so at that point, I, that's why I feel like at that point I could healthy date. I yeah. could go about meeting people, mm. learning who they were, and if if something happened, something happened. If something didn't happen, move on. Mm. Yeah. Okay, mm. now evidently something happened. Something <laughs> happened. <laughs> we know the end of yeah. the story. Yeah, what happened? Can I, can I also oh. ask before anything happens with your current wife in the story, mm -hmm. um, what's it like being a father of two? Um to without a mom and you know everything that goes with that and then also trying to That's live a good this guy like yeah, that is that that could be a whole nother time together um well we can, let's talk we've <laughs> okay. got time we don't have to we leave can right edit, away uh, make this into two things <laughs> it knows. could be yeah, yeah two okay. podcasts it could be one major one one all night right. with dave i don't know <laughs> all right, all right. this is all stuff i've known you for years yeah. i haven't we haven't talked about stuff. Have any of this stuff, yeah. And I've it's not because you're seven years. It's not because you're closed off, mm -hmm. really. It's just you know we rarely take the time to sit down and actually talk to each other like this. So right. Yeah. Right. I'm super if fascinated. It's, if it's important and means something to somebody, I'll share it. If it doesn't, I don't. And as a matter of fact, in ways, I'm almost ashamed to share it. You know what I mean? Mm. 
it's there's there's a lot of drama in Certainly, that has sure. gone down in my life that I'm you know I, you don't walk up to somebody, mm-hmm. somebody and say hey I've been married twice and I'm married to a third right you know and yeah. <laughs> I'm certainly it doesn't conjure up happy thoughts and yeah. so every time you bring it up it's got a there's a certain emotional baggage it's got to go with it that more than likely will for the rest of your life I right. mean it's yeah. just yeah 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 well so, and so hopefully and that's not now. and yeah. hopefully that's not taboo kind of area to go into with the two kids but no. if anything I feel like that's the, that's the second thing we can list as the constant was you know you still have these two sons so that that also kind of lasts yeah. throughout um, your time and your walk with God so right. what's that right. like well, it, it's it's an ever changing thing. <laughs> well, being you got to watch out because when you're a single parent, um, you you, bec- you can become the weekend dad, you know, and, mm. and it's like okay, you you think about all these things you haven't done with them for a week, sure, and you want to go do them. You want to mm. take them to the park. You want to yeah. take them out to eat. You want to take them to the movie. And it becomes, it can easily become a non-normal situation. For All them. the fun stuff. All the fun with this, stuff. With Dave, Dad, right. Daddy Dave. So, yeah. Yeah. So you've got to balance being, you know, living a, a semi-normal life hmm. along with trying to insert some of the things that you missed while you didn't have them. Hmm. And, uh, and obviously at this point in my life, I'm like, I want to share, you know, my relationship with God with sure. them too. I mean, so. So I know yeah. that they're they you know pretty much are not getting that uh, the rest mm-hmm. of the time. So when they're with me, it's like how can I, how can I as a single father with limited mm-hmm. time have some influence in their lives? Right, because I can mm-hmm. imagine you don't also want to you, you want to guard against being the. Uh, you know, the religious fanatic dad exactly. that just is constantly <laughs> hammering them with the Bible exactly. when they come over every other weekend. Or exactly. Exactly. Be, so yeah. we're mixing it up with, you know, Batman and football game and, <laughs> sure. you, know, mm. quiet, you know, quiet time, some time with God, you know. So mm. it's, it's... Were they at least in sync in terms of your schedule of spending time together? Or it, That was the chore. I mean, that was a chore. It was, yeah. it was work. And fortunately, everybody was working with me to make that happen. Yeah. And okay. what I wanted was I wanted the boys to be brothers. Well, I was so, going to ask you that. Are they close? They they desire to be closer than they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they both desire to be closer than they are. But they're coming from, you know, most of the time, different households. Sure, sure. And uh, and so, yeah. it, you know, it plays on it. So And then there's five years difference between them as well. Yeah. So... What I would do is every other weekend, the plan was to have both of them at the same time. So mm. the three of us were together every other weekend, right. or at least for the most part, as sure. much as we could. It was the guys, right? Right. So we had we ha- we have one son, Chris, who's who's uh, more of the athlete, uh, mm-hmm. football player, uh, wrestler, marine, and then we've got Sam, who is uh, more artistic. Uh, saxophone, uh, dynamite saxophone player, uh, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. So okay. two uh, very different individuals. Okay. Sure, sure. Yeah. Can, so. I, um, can I ask, what? Uh, how important a role does seeking um, counsel play in all this? And I'm not talking like professional counseling, but like how, at this time, how important is it and what does it look like to be not doing this all like – I think by yourself or like, it's just going to be me and God and we're going to grit our teeth and get through this. And Mm -hmm. because I know you, I know you're not that type of person, but I'm interested to hear what were you thinking through in that time and, and what were other people doing around you to help you? You mentioned your, your ex wives were helping to coordinate. It wasn't like a fight all the time. So that's some help on that. They're local, right? They're, they're They're local. So, okay. So that's a little bit of help, right? But, but in general, I mean, that couldn't have been the only help in which you got. So I'm curious in what ways did you kind of reach out to those around you and what did that look like? And well, um, it, it took, Probably several different people, different types mm-hmm. of people, including counselors, to mm. to get through this. Okay. So there were uh, people that were close. I, I, there was one individual, just 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 a guy in the church, just a good old guy in the church, who uh, would just go. I'd say, "Hey, I need to go talk," <laughs> and I would yeah. just grab him by the shirt mm. collar, and we would go for a walk. We would pray, we would talk, mm. and I would just vent how right. I was feeling and what was going on. And I knew he didn't have a lot to offer, but he just listened. He's so a good listener. He was a great listener. sometimes more important than anything else. <laughs> exactly, right? yeah. exactly. So so that helped immensely. 
uh, uh, my second wife mentioned, felt like I needed to work on anger, mm-hmm. anger issues. And if you can imagine being in that situation, well, I, I think I grew up in a household that could totally vent how we felt. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that was somewhat unhealthy. Uh, but at the same time, when, when you take somebody who grew up with that ability sure, sure. and put them through this type of situation, there could yeah. definitely be some anger. It's like, so, it's like uh, yeah, throwing a match on a, on a so gasoline. I, yeah. yeah. So I did attend a local program that was designed for people that had anger issues and mm-hmm. worked through that. It was a multiple-week program. So that was – it was good. Sure. Mm-hmm. It was good. So so it's just like you're, you're we're dousing, mm-hmm. you know – Dousing Dave with constant, you know, help in different areas. So you would agree then. I mean, yeah, you needed help with your anger. With oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And so then there was, uh, you know, more mature people in the church that helped on a regular basis. Uh, I also found uh, conferences were great for me because I could go away to a parenting conference and get some great insight hmm. from par- other parents. Uh, you know, while I was single, I would go to singles events, okay. which— which really allowed me to connect with people my age, mm. uh, so that that was great, and uh, so so it was good. I, and it took, I mean, there all, there was almost a constant influx mm-hmm. besides you know looking in the scriptures, mm. uh, which helped immensely. Cool. So not only did I get over, I, I think you know, and you can ask Lisa. I think I'm doing. I've got you know the anger <laughs> thing is is is. You know, doing better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I've known you for seven years, and I would never classify you as a hothead. Right. Um, yeah. Now, what what you were before, I don't know. And amen. You know, through God mm-hmm. and help and input and counseling. Oops. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. know, we can grow and change, and that's awesome. But yeah, I, I would not. Mm-hmm. You know, say yeah that day, man. He's got a short fuse. Watch out. You know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's right. not who I would say you are today. So amen. Right. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. yeah. That's Thank great. Um. Okay, so so that's very helpful um, to kind of because I think when when you talk about your story and and we're kind of hitting like the relationships as high points. I think in between all that, you're like oh, I'm dating and, and I'm I'm enjoying kind of figuring out what that's about and what mm-hmm. that means to do it in a healthy way. But you're also raising two kids at the same right. time, right. Or, or at least you want to be as involved as you possibly, possibly can there. So I think that plays into just sort of what mm-hmm. are you thinking about when you meet Lisa. And Lisa. you're not just a single guy dating. Yeah. You're a single guy with two, two with sons two kids. who have two different mothers Right, right. that, you know, comp- complexity right, comes right. with a relationship so, with Dave Miller. Yeah, Is that fair to say? It screams, come date me. Let's, <laughs> let's have a future together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at first, so that must tell you listeners a little bit about Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, Lisa and she's, she's very bubbly. She's very yes. charismatic. So after I met her, you know, I, oh, mm-hmm. she loves me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously just the way she reacted and sure. acted while we were, while we met, you know, she she obviously loved me, and that wasn't the case. She Uh-oh. was just being Lisa. Sure. <laughs> then so. you know that she talks to everyone that I, way. Now <laughs> I know. Now I know. Uh, so at first, uh, her response was, eh, "I don't. I'm not interested right now." Well, okay. So, but hey, you're healthy dating, so that's okay, right? <laughs> that's right. And I'm healthy dating, so I'm like, mm. okay, I'll move on. So you I didn't moved. court her. Well, I left opportunities. Oh, I see. <laughs> Little, no, little don't candy shut the door. trail. Don't shut the door all the way. Okay, the okay, you know, okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, but eventually, I get a call and an invitation from her. Hmm. So, um, so we go out on another date, and, uh, and oh, so she's asking you out on a date. She did. You know, she did. There you go. That's a she good did. sign. Okay. So to me, that was a good sign. Yeah. And so then I went back to asking her again, and yeah. But you're right, though. To her, I mean, she wasn't just looking at you know. A guy. She was looking yeah. at a guy and possible adoption of two. Right. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so. can I ask, how does your perspective of entering into a more serious relationship, how is it different this time around? Like, like I, I just, I can't imagine it's the same. It's like right. you, you've repeated mm-hmm. you, when you were 18 and then, and then when you were in your right, mid twenties, right. like all of a sudden you're like, you know, now I want, I want this girl and you've forgotten all that you've learned. So probably something's changed. Right. So what are you thinking about? Like why even have a long-term relationship or a deeper relationship with? Yeah. Well, I'm still me. So okay. I, still, I still like the idea of, 
I still like the idea of being married. Okay. That works for me. That's, and that's, yeah. that's a very valid answer. I'm not saying that's not, <laughs> right, but right. I just wanted to kind of figure out, like, are you, so you're not done with relationships at this point. Right. Yeah. Right. But hopefully okay. I'm better at them. So. I see. <laughs> okay. So I'm so thinking. What is the key? What, what, what's the key to a godly marriage? Mm-hmm. How think, long have you and Lisa been married now? We've been married. Oh, I better get this right, huh? Oh, oh. ten years. Yeah. 15, okay. So, 15 so years. Fifteen. So, wow. In five Whoa. years, it'll be yeah. twenty years for those <laughs> yeah. listening. That's not. Yeah. Yeah. That's not close. Starting to ten and jumping right. to fifteen. Yeah. 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 Can we but, edit that? <laughs> yeah. But um. But but but. Real okay. People. This is the longest, you know, of your marriages. Oh, obviously, yeah. by, by, by 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 a long range. By far. So what's the secret now? I mean, helping other people. Realizing maybe there's there's hope after divorce or there's mm-hmm. hope after tragedy or believe, or whatever. I so, believe there is, but I say that with great caution because I know that you know a blended family situation sure is definitely challenging, and uh, so I think it takes um, maturing. It takes uh, knowing that uh, I believe personally. Here's what I believe: I believe okay, the relationship with God is more important than that. In mm. the marriage. Okay. Uh, uh, the marriage, I believe, will function well. Any marriage will function better if it's not the top priority. If it mm-hmm. is, uh, sure, it's a priority. Certainly. But, uh, but if our relationship with God is important and his values, uh, by making him first, we actually do a better job in relationship. We do a better job in our marriage. We do a better mm-hmm. job as a father. And, and how is that? Why is that? Because it sounds counterintuitive, but why, why do you think that mm-hmm. is? Well, I believe because it, it, I think it's too easy to over-focus on, uh, on relationships. It's very easy to over-focus on a marriage and make that almost your quote-unquote God to say. Mm. Um, so by taking the pressure off, mm-hmm. by, by focusing on on God, mm-hmm. as God and leave letting God be God, mm-hmm. uh, then you then that helps you put the relationships in order. What that makes me think of is we've talked to the, for a couple of weeks about um, how often God can let us down in our minds. We 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 might think you know God's going to do something this way that whole like you know I'll just be set and coast, um, and then here comes you know this disease hardship tragedy, hardship yeah. tragedy chaos just something bad or it could be something I did to myself. But even just, and then I'm thinking, how 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 dumb do we have to be to think that a human being is going to do a better job at that, mm-hmm. at letting right. me, at not right. letting right. me down right. than right. a person, right? Exactly. Uh, than than God. So, um, I think what you just said is uh, there's a lot of truth yeah. behind that. Where you know, if you're making the relationship God, if you're making that other person God, you have to assume they're going to let you down far more. Than the description of a perfect God. Well, and, and, and yeah. it's also it's putting that person, and, and I've often said this about my wife, whom I love dearly. Uh, she's a wonderful wife, a wonderful friend, a lover, and 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 companion. But she's a lousy God, mm-hmm. and that's because she's not supposed to be God. She was never created to be God. Mm-hmm. So if I put her in that position, I'm setting her up for failure, and I'm setting me up for disappointment. Yeah, so. and if you're in that position for her, same thing. Uh, yeah. That doesn't feel ever good, right? Because I, I, I can like pretty, I, I can say with all assurance, I'm a very lousy guy. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I knew you weren't saying the opposite. Well, I'm sure she would too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's just not our role, right? Sure. So I, that's right. what I hear you saying is, is let God be God. Focus on Him first. Mm-hmm. And if if Lisa can't be the most important person in your life out of seven plus billion people on this planet. Mm-hmm. And be comfortable with the fact that she's not the most important being in your universe because mm-hmm. God gets to be her. But mm-hmm. she's still more important than any other human being. Exactly. So come on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's not bad odds. That's a good place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And a proper place. Right. Right. Okay. Sure, sure. Well, well, I want well, to ask you a question here. Uh, just get your thoughts on this because you've gone through a lot mm-hmm. uh, in marriages and, 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 and uh uh divorces and challenges and things like that. I made this I made this comment at a at a event that we were having for a young first-time father, you know, mm-hmm. kind of giving him parental advice. And I made this comment about, um, don't confuse love with ability. Uh, meaning, I can be in love with a person, and I'm now going to apply it to marriage. I can be in love with a person. That doesn't mean I know how to love that person. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah. I, but so many people, I feel like, confuse that. Well, I'm in love. Don't tell me how to love my wife. I know how to... No, no, I can be totally in love with her and not know how to 
do mm-hmm. that. And I need help mm-hmm. with learning how to be a good husband, learning how to be a good friend and, and, and all of those different things. And even a good lover and, and all of those things I need to mm-hmm. learn sometimes because my emotions don't necessarily match my wisdom or maturity or knowledge. Mm-hmm. And have you found that to be oh my in your, all your experiences? Oh my goodness, yes. What are you thinking? Oh yeah. my goodness, yes. And I'm thinking if Lisa's listening, she's thinking, oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> the first year of our marriage was not our strongest. <laughs> you know what? It should be that way. You should be getting better <laughs> yeah, it at it. It should better go better. better. Yeah, yeah. But, but I take that to mean the expression it means was it was pretty, miserable. Yeah, oh, pretty bad. Yeah, okay. miserable. Uh, I think <laughs> for me, I can continue to think that my counterpart thinks like I do. Right. Mm, <laughs> or ought to think like she you doesn't. Do. She doesn't think like I do. She's she's mm. emo- more emotionally based. She's a little differently based. There's definitely differences. She the, has her the, own will. <laughs> she has her own will. We've talked about That's that right, on another podcast. Priorities and uh and you know, it doesn't matter how much I want her to think like me, she doesn't necessarily mm. think like me. Okay. Um so that was a hard lesson for me. Even though I could have taught that lesson, mm. applying it in marriage was something I mm-hmm. failed to do well at first. Okay, right. but then how do you take Tracy's kind of uh, overarching advice and push through, kind of like knowing you might fail? Like, what do you do next? Like, well, I th- I think when you re- when you realize, or you can, you know. I, so I there's a the realization word, that like yeah, well, if you can, drops your shoulders you a little. Come humble enough to say I need help when you need help. Mm. There you go. And that you don't, you don't have all the answers, mm. and you want to love this person better than you are, mm-hmm. and you're willing to get help, willing to at least entertain the idea that somebody might have mm. an idea of how to help you if they were given the <laughs> opportunity to listen to your sure. situation. Then, mm. uh, then you can do better and. You know, there's been times I've gone into uh, a married, you know, getting some advice from a married couple, thinking, you know what, they're not going to have anything to offer here. I, I know what's going on in this situation. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm. Yeah, I mean, she's got her perspective, and it's it's a little off. Hopefully, they'll see that as she talks. <laughs> and it turns out, oh, it was me. Yeah, hello. <laughs> you got Who some things thought? to change, yeah. huh? It's it's amazing how there 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 are times you know when uh, you know trying to give marital advice to somebody and I've been in the other side you know too and and like I said I know what's best I know what's going on these people are idiots these people just they just <laughs> don't understand mm. and we leave and you know they're going to go on being happily married and 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 having a wonderful life and probably having great sex that night and we're <laughs> going to go home angry saying I know what I'm doing they don't know what I'm doing they're, and I'm going what am I an idiot. I, I want what they have. I mm. want the happiness. I want the you know two people living together joyously. Mm. Why don't I just shut up and listen to these guys? Mm-hmm. Mm. But the problem uh, is sometimes it takes work. Well, it yeah. takes a little bit of change. Well, but that's it what takes Tracy. A little yeah. bit of focus on changing. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about like uh, you know push through your your inability to get towards that. Yeah. Um, don't don't use your inability as an excuse to not start somewhere. Right. Because I can imagine, Dave, you've got insight into things and experiences that I don't have, mm-hmm. that Bob doesn't have. You may not know the answer to every you know marital issue on the planet or whatever, but you're definitely a guy that if I was going through situations, I'd say, or if, I, if somebody else was going through a divorce or what, I'd say, you need to talk to Dave. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. guy's got some insight. This guy's got some wisdom. He's got some mileage that he can use to help you. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, Dave has got a different perspective, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's you know, nothing wrong with that. Mm. Um, and, and I appreciate you sharing it, you know, and, and yeah. get kind of getting it out there. Uh, there. There's people that know tons more than me. I'm an idiot if I don't try to listen to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... Yeah, but and then and then like your story is totally different. You right. said you guys started off on similar. You're like, yeah, I got married at, at you know, 18. eighteen. We both got married yeah, at eighteen. Both got married at eighteen. But then, poof, 
it went north and south. Stories are way different. Right. You could give very different advice to, like you said, you could relate to him on the 18 year old marriage thing and be like, oh yeah, I I know what that's all. So there, it just keeps going around and around and around. Yeah. Um, and then your comment about, you know, being humble enough, being willing to say, I might not know all the answers, Mm -hmm. um, allows you to open up and get some of those perspectives. Yep. Good. That's awesome. Well, Dave, I, I don't know. I think we need to, you know, maybe wrap up or, or whatever. I was but, about to say that. Yeah, well, that's good because, but I, before we even wrap up, I want to thank you so much for sharing. I love hanging yeah. out with you. I love talking with you. I mean, you're the kind of guy I'd say, let's go have a beer and just hang out and be together. And, you know, I, I love your wife. I love hanging out with her, even though she teases me relentlessly. But that's part of the, <laughs> I look the, forward to that. the charm uh -huh. of our relationship. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I, I personally just want to say thank you for coming out and being open and being vulnerable. I hope other people can really you know, draw from this and, and, yeah. and, and have hope and, and help, right. uh, you know, for the future. Definitely. Thanks. Glad Thanks to be so here. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What a story. I want to echo Tracy's thanks and thank Dave for taking time to uh, tell us his story and answer all of our questions because we had many and, and, uh, Honestly, we left the room with many more than we really even started with or had throughout. And um, please feel free to continue the conversation either on our Facebook page or through uh, champagnechurch at gmail.com. Uh, we always put it out there that if uh, anyone has any suggestions uh, of directions the podcast could take or reactions to various things, they're free to write in. So please take advantage of that. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, that's actually very easy to do. I'll just give you some quick instructions here. You can go on to iTunes, and our podcast is searchable there. Just search Talking the Walk, and you should be able to find that pretty easily. Um, we also, in every description of each podcast, we have a, a URL. That's actually our RSS feed that you can plug into any other RSS feed reader or any other podcast app. Uh, there's plenty out there that you might be using on your phone or your computer. And uh, so that is easily obtainable through an entry either at champagnechurch.tv or this podcast here that you're listening to. If you're listening to this, you have that special link in the description. So look out for that and uh, feel free to subscribe. Uh, we'll be churning out more episodes of Talking the Walk every Tuesday. So, uh, yep, keep coming back, and we'd love to continue the conversation elsewhere. Until next time, have a great week.